me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into DC On Screen, your guide to the DC Universe on film and television. I am your host, David C. Robertson. This, as always, my co-host, Jason Goss. Howdy. This is episode 270. It is your weekly DCEU news episode. We also throw in the stuff from film, theatrical releases, whatnot. We are going to get super spoilery. If it's been released, it is fair game. And the reason I throw in the disclaimer about the theatrical releases is uh, that Marion Cotillard, whoever, the the, <laughs> the lady, that, we can't say names, no. the lady that played uh, Talia on The Dark Knight Rises was recently uh, speaking to a French uh, site called Alicine, I guess. She was speaking in French. It was translated. She was talking about her uh, death scene in The Dark Knight Rises. Spoilers in case you haven't seen that movie. But um, she says, sometimes there are failures, and when you see this on screen, you're thinking, why? Why did they keep that take? But either you blame everyone or nobody. But I thought people overreacted because it was tough to be identified just with this scene. When I'm doing the best I can to find the authenticity in every character that I'm playing, it's tough to be known just for this scene. Yes, it's important to know how to laugh about this, and also there are worse things in life, even if there are things that can hurt you. But I wasn't really affected by this. I just thought the reaction was disproportionate, and it helps to laugh about it. So, um, you know, people have been uh, really making fun of that death scene. Less than kind. I mean, well, the death scene was... Not a great take. Because it looks like someone just unplugged her. <laughs> it does. And so even she was like, why did they use that take? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, You know, it humanizes her to, to think of it that way, where she knows. I felt bad she probably, for her. She probably I, think, God, I hit that on like the second one so much better. I, I felt bad for her. I'm, I was watching the interview, and I kind of wanted to cry a little bit. I'm like, I'm so sorry, Marion. Oh, man. <laughs> it really sucks. And it does. Still a really okay. bad take. So, on to DCEU uh, news. I just put this in like the my general section uh-huh. because I don't know what the hell this means. Clay Enos, you know, photographer for Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, randomly started following John Cleese on Twitter. Yeah, I've heard about that. And then John Cleese turned around and followed Zack Snyder and Ben Affleck on Twitter. Yeah. Now, some people kind of think that he's uh, he might be playing Wintergreen. Uh, <laughs> Deathstrokes, Alfred, essentially. Wow. Um, well, Wintergreen is a was a former member of the British Army um, as well. So yeah, that could be that could be pretty interesting. I mean, it could. And and I I would say this is all uh, BS if if it wasn't like Clay follows Cleese follows Snyder and Affleck. It just seems so damn specific. Mm-hmm. I understand the uproar. <laughs> and that's what happens what happened with uh, rick famayua as well and it, it happens with everybody that's that's coming onto these movies uh happened with uh joe manganello as well people start noticing who they're following on twitter and like wait i'm in it yeah yeah this all right so we're <laughs> yeah. yeah 
So uh, I'm going to go ahead and jump in and get this out of the way. We're sponsored by Loot Crate. Uh, Christmas time is coming up. You know you've got people who are geeks if you're not the only one that you know. Anyway, and uh, look, it's a great idea when you're lazy. That's the spirit. Loot Crate, it's a, it seems like you put a lot of thought into it because they even have like different kinds of crates that have like different themes to them. This month's like primary theme, though, is uh, Revolution. They have uh, stuff from Assassin's Creed, Mr. Robot, Firefly. Um, but you can also get like a different theme that's suited to, you know, the loved ones, the geeky loved ones in your life. Mm-hmm. So it's a great way to be lazy, but seem thoughtful. That's what I'm saying. And that's they're the not saying American this. dream. If I've ever heard it boiled down I'm... to something. <laughs> it is. You do have until the 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe and receive that month's crate. And when the cutoff happens, you are done. You're screwed. Lootcrate.com forward slash giant size team up. Enter code giant size team up to save like three bucks. It's less than 20 bucks a month, guys. Come on. That's what I got. That's what I'm That's what I'm selling. That's my pitch. Moving on. And that's the new... Oh, wait. News. Okay. <laughs> no. So some people have noticed that Joker's teeth changed throughout Suicide Squad. That's kind of making the rounds. Mm. Uh, there were plain silver caps in Arkham flashbacks, stylized grill outside of Arkham flashbacks, and then by the end of the movie, the teeth are all metal with no enamel showing. So, you know. All right. I guess he can, can accessorize even his teeth. Well, sure. <laughs> and someone put together a an extended, well, sorry, a deleted Joker scenes video that were not in the extended cut. And I guess the point was to showcase how much they cut out. I, I don't know exactly I, they what just the made, point was, but it was at least a fascinating little watch. It was a fascinating watch, but I'll tell you what it did do. It completely exonerated the filmmakers from any wrongdoing. <laughs> because I don't know. If, I mean, that we were talking about some extraneous bullshit, man. Yeah. I mean, just Joker like, beats someone to death with a bat while Harley is being strapped down by Johnny Frost. And then like one of the points is like Johnny Frost was supposed to be standing next to Harley. I'm like, I don't care. Um, <laughs> well, there was some stuff that I, I wish had made it, like uh, Harley's yeah. old school costume should have been in the corner mm-hmm. of that shot. Okay, that'd been good. That'd been cool. So she's got two. There's one in the trunk at Bell Rev, and one in. Why can't people have Joker's backup place? costumes? I mean, I'm very I, confused. I mean, I guess she can. I guess she can have a backup costume. I, I, I mean, there's no reason it, they can't. It seems entirely plausible, even you know I practical. Just, you know, it's weird. Doesn't, um, doesn't stuff. Of- uh, and then you know, like the that mm-hmm. scene in particular, if. if if they had kept Johnny there, uh, and they would have had to keep him there the whole time, or it would have been weird. But mm-hmm. when he's, you know, about to shoot Harley, and Joker turns around and gives him the waggle, um, mm-hmm. I guess that's what you call a wagging someone off finger, right? Yeah, he like wags his finger yeah, at him. I'm gonna call it a waggle. Tells him, tells him not to shoot Harley. That would have been a cute moment. And all you'd have had to do yeah. that, all you'd have had to do was keep like a little bit more footage of her struggling, and you don't even really have to keep him hitting anybody with a bat. Like, we're talking mm-hmm. twenty seconds of footage. Mm-hmm. But it's huge extraneous. Cost, extraneous. You don't need that. There's no point to it. Uh, I, you know, it wasn't even particularly like what we got of it wasn't even particularly interesting from from Leto. You know what I mean? Like it was not like we saw like any new facet to his character at all. No, <laughs> that we didn't see anywhere else. No, I mean, it, yeah, you didn't get some deep down. You got the, the stuff that you got that was new from Leto that really fleshed out the character was in the extended cut. Yeah. I think that was the the cream of the crop here. And you know, he, there was kind of a fun bit where he like looks to his right and calls somebody a dirty pervert. And that's 
maybe the thing I missed most watching it. And again, yeah, extraneous. No, you didn't need that, but it would have probably he been tells that moment. weird. He does tell that weird mental patient that shows up in the theatrical and extended cut to shut up. Yeah. And I don't know why that guy was even in either of the cuts. I think they just liked how I said shut up. I mean, I guess so. Um, and it, and it then there's did a whole show that everyone was immediately afraid of him, and he just tells the room to shut up, and they all... Uh, mm-hmm. It established his presence, I guess, a little bit. I, yeah. There's a, there's a whole extended bit of one of the Joker's henchmen holding his purple coat, and Joker takes it from him when he's done uh, electrocuting Harley. And he puts it on and walks off. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you have the whole Johnny Frost aiming the gun at Harley's head. Yeah. Um... There was some missing scenes, and we don't have. There's not like a lot of anything from this. Just a picture in the uh, in the video of Joker and Monster T bonding in the club. That might have been interesting. Might have been, but I doubt it. <clears throat> only be- I say that only because in the in both cuts, the scene where he turns on uh, Monster T is is kind of rapid. It which is fine. It's the Joker. He can pretend to be a buddy for half a second and kill you the next, and you know. There's no mm-hmm. continuity error here for me, but watching him toy with his uh, his prey a little bit more might have been fun. Yeah. Uh, Joker sitting on a bed looking at his phone. I don't need that crap. Um. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know what message you received there. No idea. Yeah, I don't know. Um, even the scene at the Van Chris Laboratories where he, like, the bomb from the gift exploding gift basket bomb didn't kill the security guard so he like runs over and bludgeons him to death and says why can't people uh, you know or some people just won't die or something just don't like know that. when to die yeah that extraneous i don't need that i don't know i just wasn't very impressed with any of this stuff it would have been worth a chuckle for me in the theater but it wasn't the end and the the tuxedo thing at the end is still the the best cut i've seen so far mm-hmm um, the grenade, though. The grenade with the, you know... Yeah, that, I'm calling that the tuxedo thing. I don't know. Yeah, okay. But the grenade thing. Um, I, I like, like, lightly conjected. Um, <laughs> that was from a different cut of the movie where that was focused more on the, uh, on the abuse element. And I didn't realize that, exactly, that she, that this would have been a scene before they actually go to stop Enchantress. And jo- and Harley would have, uh, rejected Joker in that scene. Yeah. And so it obviously would have made it the, weird the at the end when he shows there. up and she's all happy about it. Well, I don't think the ending would have been the same. I think that's maybe what, they what happened, saying. though, was that if in that cut, this is possible, I, obviously we've never seen it, but it, it might be the case that in that cut of the film where he's more abusive, mm-hmm. for her, part of her story is like getting over the Joker. Like, this is how this is how they came yeah. to be. This is the what it's devolved to. This is the level of abuse she's willing to put up with. And then she puts up with him. And then he shows up at the end, and she reverts to form. And that that's not a great story. It's true to Harley's character, but it's not great. It is, but because they didn't like focus on her turning him away, we don't have that reversion to character thing. We just have they were always in character. I am fairly certain that's better. not how the. I am fairly certain that's not how the original cut ended. It wouldn't make any sense for his face to be perfectly fine at the end of that. Well, I well it just obviously I don't mean the which which original cut do you mean? Like the one with Joker being abusive or the theater. I'm saying that the theatrical and extended cut, where he shows up at the end to get her, and she's all happy. Yeah. I'm saying that wouldn't have been in the original abusive cut. Oh, you would think they would have done taking them both out. I don't know. It seems like they spent so much damn money on that last scene. Surely, right? I don't know. But I don't. I, I mean, you're right. It, it, that could that be a, a third alternative here. Is that just they they cut the um, the reversion and just kept her triumphant thing, or other way around? It, yeah, it's all possible. Mm-hmm. I would like to mm-hmm. maybe some executive will slip some details about well there wasn't the original ending in this one and 
I mean, I'll be happy to consider what we got the uh, the canon cut. I, I would also love to see another cut of the movie just to see what they could have done differently or what they almost did differently. Um, but a lot of the Joker scenes, I suspect were cut because of all of the abusiveness i just i think that's what happened it didn't fare well and you know people can bitch and moan and say like oh no like the you know the studio screwed it up they did they had test audiences the test audiences didn't like the abuse they hated it yeah i mean people don't like that you gotta give air points for trying but there's probably a point where you just overtold that part of the story and it as as i've uh pointed out before if we had so much of that even if it was something where aesthetically you could get along with it it probably would have taken away from the rest of the story Mm-hmm. moving on though uh more batman easter eggs were found in suicide squad again in the timeline ace chemicals gotham chronicle and gotham telegraph were all were all found in there um there's a new picture of harley fighting the eyes of the adversary uh from clay enos photographer extraordinaire um and point proves that the eyes of the adversary weren't completely cgi mm-hmm. <laughs> they were all practical running around which i think gave him a good look uh there was a new uh picture of wonder woman that was released with her and her uh in her civvies of her in disguise they're saying it just looks like her civvies to me anyway i can tell i'm moving on from that um zack snyder released new justice league shots uh the funniest thing, though, to me is that he, t- people keep griping about Zack Snyder not getting the characters. Dude, why would you release a picture of you of a drawing you did where they all look sad? <laughs> like it's a pretty like it's a pretty simplistic drawing of just the Justice League standing like in a line, and they're all just frowning. They all just look sad. Maybe that's the joke. I don't know. But hey, he also he could released- be trolling. Maybe he just can't draw smiles. I can- maybe not. Turn the paper upside down, man. <laughs> um so he put up a picture of uh bruce wayne's house the lake house and put up a picture of the uh of bruce wayne's car next to the house a picture of jason momoa a uh, small boat on the coast in iceland with the uh, caption being part of the set for jl in iceland Mm -hmm. so he's putting up some kind of cool pictures and uh just wetting the appetite slowly as we all know, the the Flash lost another director, yeah. And uh, people are have been asking Kevin Smith whether or not he would direct it. Um, he says, if somebody was like, "Do you want to do the Flash movie?" Then this would honestly be my first response. I'd say absolutely, but you should try Tim Miller first, or I'd say the Wachowskis. I'd list a bunch of other people who I would think would make a brilliant Flash movie. So let's hope they all pass. I guess I don't know. <laughs> are people hoping that actually hoping that Kevin Smith does a DCEU movie? I mean, he's doing a great job on TV. I don't know why not. Yeah, it's, it's not like he hasn't prepped for it. Yeah, I mean, dude, just do what you did on television and do it twice, and then put it put it together. Yeah. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, there are some rumors going around about Justice League. A bunch of crap kind of dropped this week that just turned out to be false. Like, people kind of dug around the internet and found, like, oh, yeah, here's how they piece this together. They put up, like, a fake Flash picture uh, that they made from uh, a couple of different pictures. One of the uh, the Flash mask and then one of, like, Ezra Miller's face. So it would be like, oh, here's a shot we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Did a pretty good job. Fooled some people. And they were claiming that it was, like, uh, fake frame, or they, were, they didn't say it was fake. They were claiming it was frames from the new Justice League trailer that was apparently going to drop on uh, Jimmy Kimmel on the 25th. None of that shit happened. <laughs> Much to um, all of our dismay, <laughs> no new Justice League trailer. Yeah. So they claimed a bunch of stuff. Then some cat on 4chan claimed a bunch of stuff about the Justice League trailer that's yet to be debunked. But, I mean, really? Really? 
Yeah. Come on. Um, so I don't know. Don't really consider it news until someone official has released it. That's just kind of how I roll. If 4chan is your source, let's just, if 4chan, let's just wait. (laughs) And it wasn't anything, it wasn't anything completely interesting is the most interesting thing I saw is that this person is claiming that junkie XL is doing a retooled version of the justice league animated series theme. Oh, that's just not, that's unfortunately that was also the bit that made me really, really doubt it. Like, okay, you look, you could be a source from a new, uh, from a movie set and start leaking shit on 4chan and, you know, say that, oh, well, this, the trailer will do this, the trailer will do that. Okay, that's fine. It won't, you know, we, it won't have, it'll have a little bit of stuff in Wolf, but it won't have, you know, this. It won't have Superman, but it'll have Volko, and it'll be, okay, that's fine. But then once you say they're going to retool the Justice League animated theme, no way. No way are they doing that. No, I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, but my trollometer goes off because that's like the least interesting of the theme songs. <laughs> I don't even know if I agree with you on that. I don't think you do, but I've never liked that riff. Are you talking about Justice League Unlimited? I am. Or are you sorry. Talking yeah, about yeah. I remember that. We Justice talking League. About Justice. Yeah, the Unlimited riff is so like Glamrock. Yeah, yeah. Justice League's fine. Justice League is like iconic. Yeah. Like Justice League. Like I, as soon as I hear the dun 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 dun, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Like I get like a thing. I get like a heart palpitations and tears. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that a couple times. It's the Unlimited one that I just. Yeah. Yeah, the unlimited one's pretty rough. It's that, it's hard to get used to. It just feels so damn glam rock. It's weird. Glam rock is a <laughs> glam rock is a great term for it. Um, <laughs> I never considered that, but that's great. Mm. Um, that's all the news I got, man. That's all the news I got for the movies. Oh well, I know it's a short episode this went. week. By the way, I was thinking about it a minute ago when you mentioned like Snyder dropping that picture of all the sad peoples. Uh huh. You remember, like, the first shot we got of Batman with, with the Batmobile in the background? Like, Batfleck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sad Batman. He looked so damn sad, right? And, but, weren't like, people were still kind of excited about it at the time. Yeah. Well, you got what you wanted. I mean, of course. They got, you know, a new meme to play with. <laughs> yeah. That's all the world really needs. <laughs> I, would, I, you, I, mean, I would be pretty, pretty no. super proud of Snyder if he released a sad picture on purpose. Right. I, you know, I don't know. I kind of feel like that's not what he needs to be doing now. No, not proud professionally, but as a, you know, as a fellow jerk, <laughs> I'd be impressed. I saw kind of a funny bit where they had taken, uh, somebody had taken a, uh, the, there's a meme that goes around that's like, here's a before, here are a bunch of before and after pictures of people uh, before and after they were told they were beautiful. And, you know, it's the person looking kind of sad or annoying and then, like, smiling and looking kind of flush or whatever. And uh, they replaced the last the last example with just two of Zack Snyder's Batman, just looking exactly the same. <laughs> All right. That's good. Uh, I saw I was like, oh, one of the uh, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to call this episode because we still have the DCTV episode to get to, and we got a lot of news over there. Oh, good. So, well, kind of. I mean... We have enough news over we there. Have a, we have like 14 pages total. We've gone through three. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Time to head over. <laughs> right? So, anyway. 
Guys, thank you so much for listening. You can find every episode of DCOnScreen.com. We're proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Also, the Batman Podcast Network. By the way, we're actually listed on their site now. Woo! Uh, actually, he'll hack the guy some more. And he was like, actually, I was doing that today. I promise here. Boom. <laughs> That's exactly the noise he made. Too. I know. And it's that quick. In the course of one, <laughs> it was over. I know. Technical difficulties been overcome. Busy. Jet's been busy over there. So, uh, sorry for the hell hacking, buddy. Um, <laughs> we're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, everywhere pods are caught. And, um, gosh, I guess until the next episode, which is coming up, like, directly, mm-hmm. keep some DC on your screen. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.